13 is probably one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, and, and I've taught this before, but I don't care, you know, because I really believe the word is organic and it continues to evolve. And, and one thing I realized, man, we've taught a lot of Bible, we've studied a lot of Bible, but you gotta remember, we got a lot of new people now, so it's like they haven't heard some of this stuff, but the one thing about the word is when you open it back up, it always tells you something else. Amen. So Matthew chapter 13 is probably one of my favorite chapters because Jesus is on a roll and he's just telling stories. It says on that same day, Jesus went out of the house and he sat by the lake. Who's reading? Auntie, go. Such a large crowd gathered around him. And a large crowd gathered around him. Now I'm thinking, how you get a large crowd back then? First of all, the regions were pretty small and, and there, you know, there weren't a lot of people, but he, Jesus always got large crowds and he didn't have any internet presence, no social media presence. Everybody say, man. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't on television. He wasn't online. And man, people would gather to hear him. Yes. And I'm thinking large crowds. That's what the Bible says. How's the large crowds gathered back then? Well, because people got people to come. Mm -hmm. It was word of mouth. It was, it was like, man, you have got to come hear this guy. And, 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 I, and I'm, I, you know what? I was sitting at the movies, and you know how they have the little commercial things at the beginning if you get there a little early? And this church popped up and says, come to our church. And I was like, at the movies? <laughs> I'm not paying no money to, to put no advertisement at the movies. Everybody say amen. amen. I'm not against somebody who does it, but I'm saying we're not going to spend the money on that. I'm not spending money on billboards or any of that. I'm not giving away hot dogs, and we're not putting up bounce houses. You know, unless you just want to have fun with our kids, and we want to do that for the neighborhood. You don't gain people that way. Amen. Hallelujah. So how have we been able to sustain, and how have we been able to grow? It's because you guys are starting to bring people. Amen. That, so Jesus got this large crowd gathered around him. Auntie, go that he got into a boat and sat in it. And so he says, man, I need, a, I need some space, so let's get into this boat. And they pushed it off the shore a little bit, and he sat there, and he began to teach. Go. He told them many things in parables, saying, a farmer went out to sow seed, mm -hmm. and as he was scattering the seed, some fell among, along the path, and the birds came and ate up. Man, I, I had this patch of grass by my, in, my in my house that I could not grow grass in because the sun doesn't hit it, and it's, always, it's right under the trees, and it's always wet because the water runs down there. And I had to go buy some synthetic special seed. And I put that seed down, and man, that grass shot up. But I was thinking, birds going to eat some of this. Are they going to die? I mean, this is like fake seed. This is like seed made in a lab somewhere that can grow anywhere. And I'm like, if a bird comes to eat this, because some of them are gonna, not going to make it. Yeah. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. And it's like, man, I'm going to throw this seed down and I'm going to kill some birds. Because this is not real grassy. <laughs> but anyway, some fell on the path and the birds came and ate it up. Come on. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. Uh -huh. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. And then some fell on soil that actually it was enough soil for it to shoot up, but it, you know, it didn't have enough, it didn't have enough soil. So it's, it sprang up too quickly because, you know, let me tell you something, when you ever plant something, it goes down first. All right. It has to get roots, so it goes down, then it shoots up. That grass that I planted, man, I would water that crap and I was watching it every day, just looking for grass, stupid, like it's gonna grow. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I'm out there, did you grow yet? You just planted it yesterday. 
And it's like, man, I'm, I'm checking for the seed. And, and all that time, that seed was growing, but it was growing down. All right. Goes down first, then it pops up, and then he began to see it. But when it came up too quick, because there wasn't a lot of dirt to go down, so it went straight up, go. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Okay. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Mm -hmm. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced the crop. So there's four types of ground, Auntie. Mm -hmm. Four grounds. Yes, sir. They're, 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 so that means in human form, there's four types of people. Or there's four types of hearts. All right. All right. It's, it's four hearts. Everybody out here has one of these. All of you have one of these hearts. All right. Now, we gotta, where are we going now? We're going to nine. It says, you people who hear, hear me, you can, you can listen. Or he that has an ear, let him hear. Go to verse 10, and we'll get into this thing. The disciples came to him and asked, why do you speak to the people in parables? Now, the standing there going, what is he talking about? <laughs> Farmers and seed, I mean, they understood stood the, 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 the concept, but they're like, what has this got to do with this God stuff we're talking about? And, and so the disciples, not trying to interrupt him, are, are standing there and they're going, I don't know what Jesus is talking about. Mm-hmm. And why is he telling stories to people? All right, go. He replied, because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you. He says, because only you can know the secrets about the kingdom. Those other people, they, they, they can't know these secrets. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I thought you want everybody to understand. He does, but he realizes everybody's not. That's right. So he goes, man, it's for you to know. It's not for them to know. So I tell them stories because they don't get it. And I, and I know me, I got a big mouth too. I'm like Peter. <laughs> I, I would have been like, what are you? I thought the goal was to get them to get it. And Jesus is saying, that is the goal, but they won't get it. So I tell them stories so they don't get it. You get it. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I still don't know what you're talking about, but all right. Go, next verse. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Now, who has been given the word will be given. Whoever has received the word, who, the people who have some understanding will be given more, and they will have even more than they need. But those who do not have much understanding, they'll lose the little bit that they've gained. Yeah. You, you that have a little understanding, God can grow on that. Because when you walk into the Lord, you don't know anything. Everybody say amen. Amen. Or you might be taught religion, which is, which is in relationship. So he says, man, that, that you got to think about this for a second, that, that people who have a little understanding, I can work with that. But some people have no understanding, and the little bit that they have, they're going to lose that. Mm-hmm. Let me show you how. Go. This is why I speak to them in parables. Mm-hmm. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or So that's why I tell them stories, because they don't see it. They don't. They hear it, but they don't see it. They don't, they don't, they don't really hear it. They don't get it. So I'm telling them stories, because I got this big crowd here, this big crowd, and they all came out for the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because they heard that I, I, I heal blind people. They hear that lame people walk. They, they heard, hear the demons got cast out. They, they hear that, man, you might get some fish and some loaves. Mm-hmm. He might raise somebody from the dead today. And people are coming out in groves to see 
some entertainment. And Jesus is going, man, all these people are here. They're not really here to hear what I'm really saying. They're, they've heard the stories about the things that I've done, and, they, and they've heard the stories about the, when they, the, that there's no movies and stuff. So they come out to see this minstrel performance of power, and they, and they want to see it. They don't want to miss it. They don't really want to hear what I'm saying, though, so I just tell them stories mm -hmm. so they don't get it. And I know the disciples are going, why are we wasting time? Right. Just walk away. That's what I would have said. Then why are we here? Yeah. Jesus would have been like, would you shut up? <laughs> 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 then forget them. <laughs> Let's go to Galilee or somewhere. And, and, and I know I would have said that. And Jesus would have got on me. He would have checked me. Next verse, go ahead. And them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. And this is why we're here, because we have to fulfill the prophecy. Because Isaiah says that it will people who hear but don't get it. Everybody see that? Uh -huh. Why was Jesus wasting time with people who wasn't going to get it anyway? Because he was fulfilling prophecy. Auntie, go. You will be ever hearing but never understanding. See, they're going to hear but they don't understand. Go. You will be ever seeing but never perceiving. They see it but they don't get it. For this people's heart has become callous. Because their hearts or their ground is too hard. When I did plant that seed, I had to take my stuff and break the ground up first. I couldn't just throw seed on top of a hard ground. It's really going to be bird food. Mm -hmm. You got to break up the heart first. That's why you have, when you're really trying to reach somebody... You have to spend a lot of time in prayer. Praying for what? Their heart mm -hmm. or their ground so they can receive the seed. Some of you throw seed on hard ground and they look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. Or they go, what are you talking about? Or I don't believe that stuff. I'll leave somebody. Yes. And you're thinking, how can they reject this? This is like the gospel and it makes so much sense to me. And they're going, well, it don't make sense to me. This is why. You can't throw seed on top of the hard ground. You got to break it up. The only way that breaks up, only thing that breaks up the heart is prayer. Amen. So when you really get somebody in your sight, so you want to know the Lord, you have to spend a lot of time praying for their heart. To do what? To be able to receive. So they'll be able to receive. They'll be able to hear and receive it. They'll be able to actually see it. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Auntie, go. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts. It's a, if their minds were not closed, they might see with their eyes, they might hear with their ears, they might understand with their minds, and then they might turn back to me and be healed. Yes. If they can see with their hearts, though, but they can't. So therefore, all this seed is doing is falling on all this different kind of ground. Yes. Jesus. And only one ground produces. Well, long term. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Auntie, where are we going to go? But blessed are your eyes because they see and he your says, ears because they hear. But man, you guys are blessed because you see it. You see, how do I know? Where are you following me? And you're asking me questions. Thank you, Lord. Thank, Thank you, Lord. Lord. There's things about God that you just won't know. So how are you going to get the answer? Ask. He that lacks wisdom, let him ask. Ask. Amen, somebody. Amen. So it's like he's saying, listen, blessed are you because you see it. Blessed are your ears because you hear it. Go. 
For truly I tell you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see. He but said, but you know what? It. Everybody before you long to see what you're seeing right now, but they didn't see it. And they would love to have heard me speak. See, he's going back to saying Moses and Abraham and even Isaiah and all these people, they would, and all the people who came to God or, or followed God back then would have loved to get what you're getting. Yes. They would love to have seen what you're seeing. All right, Jesus is saying the people who believe before you, oh, they wish they were here. Hallelujah. Yes. I can't help but think, man, Jesus is going, so the people who aren't here, who don't see me, don't hear me, in the future, man, that's what they face. They, don't, they have never heard me speak. They have never seen me personally, but yet they believe. Yes. That, that's you. Yeah. Mm. So how, do you do, how are you doing that? Well, because you had eyes to see and you had ears to hear. But it also means because your ground was soft enough for the seed of the word to go into it. Yes. And begin to produce. You following me now? Amen. Okay, go on. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. Now he goes, now listen to me. I'm going to tell you what all that stuff I said means. Because it was a meaning in it. But only the people who come back and ask me what did that mean is going to get it. So he says, I purposely told them this story, and everybody looked at me like, they were, like I was stupid, and they all just went, oh, okay. And it's, but they weren't here for that anyway. Only the people who came back afterwards and said, what, what, what did, all right, you got to tell me something about that. I don't understand why you're teaching. Like, oh, you can understand. Let me tell you what the meaning is. Go. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their hearts. It says, listen, when something comes to church, how come people come to church and everybody hears the same word? They hear the same person standing up here yelling, but it doesn't affect everybody the same. Mm -hmm. Some people hear it and it does absolutely nothing. And then they walk out or they hear a little bit and they go, oh, okay. But before they get to their vehicle, it's not even in their mind anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like that seed that goes on the, on, on the, by the wayside and the birds just come and eat it. The Bible says that Satan himself takes it back before you even make it home. Yeah. And it was like I went to church. I feel a little better today because I went to church. But your heart is still so hard that, you know, it's, it's the ground that produces nothing. And they hear the same word and you go, man, that word makes so much sense. So, man, that word really touched me today. And then you go, Did it, what about, and they're going, well, what are we going to eat? Mm-hmm. Same word produces nothing. Out to go. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. So that's one ground. Here's another ground. People who come and they hear the word and, then, and for a short time, they're excited about it. And it's like, man, that was really good. I'll be back next week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then they may come back next week, and then they may come back the following week, but then they begin to tail off a bit. Because why? They didn't stay long enough for it to to be rooted. See, without foundation, nothing will stand. That's right. Nothing will stand. Nothing will stand. Nothing. Nothing will stand. I've been at a church that grew really fast, and that church grew so fast, so many people, that our foundation couldn't hold it. Yeah. 
it, it grew out of control. Mm -hmm. And it was like so many people just flooded into this place and we were scrambling trying to figure things out and it, it, it just, it, it grew too fast. Mm -hmm. The foundation wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So the foundation in your relationship with God has to be there. You have to fundamentally or foundationally build this relationship like any other relationship. It takes time to build it. Mm -hmm. You don't marry somebody you go out with on the first day. That's right. You ever seen that stupid show, Love is Blind? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, is that a show? And they're like, yeah, what you do is you, you, you just marry the person the first time you see them. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Literally, that's what they do. They, they, they take two people, the computer spits out a thing saying these two people will be perfect, and they get married the first time they see them. Yes, they do. And I'm like, that is deep and crazy at the same time. Mm -hmm. Marriage is hard enough when you've been knowing them for two years. Amen. Let alone you don't know them at all. Hallelujah, somebody. But anyway... So it lasts for a short time, but when trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. But you know what it means? When the word starts to pick at their lifestyle and pick at the things that keep them safe and pick at their insecurities and pick at the things that they do wrong that they now can't do wrong anymore. It, it, they go, oh, I'm not. See, because persecution, we don't, fit, we, don't, we don't face persecution anymore. I'm going to say that again. We don't face persecution anymore. Persecution is, you uh, know what, we might put you to the sword. Mm -hmm. Persecution is, we might throw you to the lions. Persecution is, we might crucify you for what you believe. Mm -hmm. Persecution might be, we're going to hit you in the head with these rocks if you say you love God. Persecution says, you better denounce your God or, or we're going to kill you. To me, that's persecution. When somebody calls me a holy roller or a Bible thumper or something, which I don't get called that anymore either. Because now it's, it's okay that everybody believes now. I don't have to do it that way. I don't go to church and all that. But oh, do I believe. No, nobody persecute you for what you believe. And a lot of people don't persecute you because you don't even tell them what you believe. Amen. And we look so much like the world that you can't tell us apart. Amen. We act just like the world does. So the world goes, now nah, you're cool. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying, we blended in with the words, the world so much so that people don't even notice that you're a little weird. Mm, so true. True. Talking about a little weird. I'm not talking about weird, weird. I'm talking about just a little weird. People got to look at you with an eyebrow and go, there's something about you. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you don't respond like everybody else. You don't react like everybody else. It's something. See, you're not like weirdo weird, but it's something there. Mm -hmm. And then when you tell them, they go, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, you want to know those church people. Oh, okay, now it makes sense because you're kind of weird. <laughs> Man, that was a good, good place to be cussing and you didn't cuss. Right. Mm -hmm. Amen, somebody. Yeah. That's a good place to really get upset and you didn't get upset. That's a good place to really be scared and you didn't get scared. Amen. And people go, Man, there's something about you. But man, we're so meshed in with the world, uh, we'll talk about a little bit later, that you can't tell us apart. So there's no persecution going on in America. Don't nobody, don't nobody tease you because you go to church. You know they don't. <laughs> Come on, Auntie. 
The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth and choke then the, the word. People, they come in and they, and they hear the word and they receive the word, but what happens is when they come to God with these expectations and God doesn't meet the expectation, they go, oh, I don't know if I believe in it. It starts to pull at their belief system. I came to God because I wanted God to give me the life I've always wanted. I've tried everything else, but now I'm going to try God. And I want God to bless my life and give me what I want. And I've served him for three months and he hasn't done anything. <laughs> I got no husband, no kids, no better job, no car, no house. I don't know if this, this God stuff does either. They come in and then when the cares of this world and, and that it, it begins to choke it out. The word that they got, they received it, but the cares of life begins to bother them. You guys know, I can't stand the ugly boyfriend. Can't stand him. You see a woman who been seeking God, seeking God, and then all of a sudden this ugly guy shows up with her. And he's always ugly. And then he sits down, and then he says all the right stuff, and she gets him to come to church, but his motives aren't to know God. Amen. His motives are to know you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you don't see him no more. Yeah. Cares of this life. Amen. Were you praying for God for a dude? Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. And then when you get a dude, you don't love God no more. That, that's why you didn't get a dude, because God is saying, don't get a dude, you won't love me. I'm your dude. Amen. Well, you don't, you don't take me to dinner. <laughs> 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 you, you went last time, me and you went out to eat, you know what I mean? It's, and, and so what happens is, or some are just worried about money, but why are you worried? You're worried because you don't know, and some of us are stressed. Work is another one. You know, I'm praying for God, I need a job, I need a better job, better job. I've seen people get a better job, and they don't need God anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, people. Some people serve God because it's so bad that they want it better. Some people serve God because life is going pretty good, but when it goes bad, they don't love him anymore. Conditional love. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is really a good message. I'm not mad. Sometimes I feel like I'm getting on you guys. I'm not getting on you. I'm, just, I'm nice. <laughs> trying to help you guys out. Okay, I'm, not, I'm trying to help you out. I really am. <laughs> you guys are great. I think you're great. That's the only reason why I stay. Because, man, when it gets cold, oh, man, you better pray. <laughs> what did LeBron say? Cleveland or Miami? I'm taking my talents to South Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Too cold here, eh? <laughs> Yesterday was miserable, man. I was miserable. It was weather. I'm watching the game and it's all rainy. They're like, oh, this is great football weather. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> anyway, I think I'm on. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands oh, it. Oh, but here's a seed that falls on good soil and they, and they hear it and they understand it. That's you. That's why you really need to be thankful to God for your salvation. Know what you need to give him thanks for? Well, of course, Jesus giving his life for you. But you know what else you need to give God thanks for? You were able to receive it. Amen. Because that's what's wrong with the people that you care about who don't get it. They're, first of all, they're one of those grounds. Mm -hmm. And most of them are usually ground one. Their hearts are just too hard and the seed won't fall. 
But then some of you actually reach somebody and they do come for a bit. But then the world just kind of chokes it out. You know? See, it's everybody falls in some category of ground. And so this group right here produces, but this is the one that produces the crop yielding. Some, but some only yield like 30, but they're still producing. Everybody say amen. amen. Some, only, some yield like 60, but they're still, still producing. And then some yield a hundredfold. And I'm going to be honest with you. Usually the hundredfold and some of the sixtyfold carry the church. Mm-hmm. The, and I'm not putting anybody down. I'm just teaching Bible. Is that okay? That's okay. The thirtyfold a lot of times just is along for the ride. We talked about man. We had we had we had what we had uh, 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 people who gave their cloaks. We had people who cut down leaves, and we had people who just talked. Mm-hmm. Some thirty, some sixty, some hundred. It's all about what are you willing to sacrifice and give. And these things are just not popular to teach about these days. But what I'm saying is, it's like, how much of your heart, your heart are you willing to give? I mean, how much of your effort are you willing to give? Some, some give 30, you know, and then some give more. They give 60, and then you only got a few that produce 100%. Now, don't feel bad. I've seen it everywhere I've been. Some produce 30, some produce 60, some produce 100. But they're all Christians, thank God. Mm-hmm. You know what my prayer is always, though, is that the 30 start to produce 60 and the 60 start to produce 100 and the 100 stays there. Because mm-hmm. you can easily start to digress. Everybody say amen, amen. to that. So it's like, man, there's four types of ground. There's four types of heart. There's the people who come and they hear it, but it don't even affect them. It just, and there's people who come and they, they get it for a while. But, but then, you know, when you know, life gets a little tricky. You know, they, when the word starts to push on them, they don't like it. And they go, oh, I don't know about that. And then there's ones that come and then they receive it, but then life chokes them out. And, and then there's the other ground, that ground that actually starts to produce. Here's the key to production. You got to stick around. Because mm-hmm. the seeds got to grow down in your heart first. It, I'm telling you, I was out there looking at that, them seeds three days later. Talking about some miracle seed. I don't see nothing. <laughs> Fifty-five dollars for a bag of seed. I could have got the nineteen ninety-nine bag. Threw that out here if it wasn't gonna do anything. If I want to feed the birds, and I'm probably killing them because bird seed isn't green. And I'm standing out there looking at it. Leave. Come back the next day. See, it's not producing nothing. Man, I can't stand that, that guy, this little short guy at Home Depot. No, this works. I'm telling you. I don't see it working. Kenan, it's been four days. <laughs> it, it, you have to stick around. Mm-hmm. You have to have the thought that when I come to the Lord, I don't know anything. I remember, Auntie, when I, when I, when I gave my life to the Lord, and, and we knew somebody who was doing a radio show, and they wanted me to come on the show. And I'm like, come on the show? And, and, and she was like, yeah, my mother knew her. She was, had that radio show. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we want you to come on because you're a new Christian. And I, so I'm sitting there. And they, and they go, what do you think about being Christian? I said, I'm good, but I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. And she grabbed the mic like, 
<laughs> I don't. Amen. But here's the thing. I plan on sticking around yes. to find out. Because something happened to me. Something mm. happened to me the, last week. I, I, I walked to this church and my life has never been the same. It mm. changed overnight. All of a sudden, my ears came on and my eyes began to see. So my, my, I know what it was. I know what it was. It was my mama. Amen. Know what she was doing? She was praying till sweat came down. Mm, yes, she was. Man, she was putting blessed oil on my doorknobs. and she was, she was probably in my room chanting when I wasn't home. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Because she was determined that you are not going to be lost. So she spent tons of moments praying. So when your kid, how much do you pray for your kid? Hallelujah. And you know what usually happens when you start to pray for somebody? It gets worse. Mm -hmm. You know what that is? That's the adversary trying to get you to stop. Uh So when you pray for somebody, here's a secret. Satan hates my guts. Expect them to go worse first. And you go, man, I'm praying. It looks like they're getting worse. That's a good sign. Keep praying because you got to remember, once you start praying, Satan's not trying to lose anybody. You know what I was thinking the other day? I think I might have mentioned it Thursday. You, you got neighbors and stuff or people you just might know. Don't their life look pretty good and they don't give a crap about God? Right. Oh, man, you come out the house, they're waving, watering the grass, you know. Just got a brand new windows put in. Just went, got been on vacation for a week. Just pulling up with new vehicles, and they're just and they're just out walking the dog at six in the morning. I'm not walking the dog at six in the morning. <laughs> but people are out there all jolly walking the dog, you know, waving as you go by. I'm sleep, <laughs> just living the life. And I'm like, Lord, these people don't care nothing about you. How do you know? Because you know what? On Sundays, they wave at you. Oh, you're going to church? See you later, sucker. Because <laughs> my life is pretty good. And I go, man, Satan, you're really smart. Know what Satan's figured out? S- Satan doesn't want your money or your family or your happiness or your health. He wants your relationship. Amen. So let me tell you something, a secret. And this is why you have to pray for me because Satan hates me. He'll leave you alone. If he already has you. That's right. That's right. That's right. He, he doesn't mind. Remember, he told Jesus, I'll give you all of this if you just bow to me. Yep. Satan would give people the world if it keeps them from God. Yep. See, we think when Satan gets involved, he just wants to tear everybody's life out and destroy your family. And he don't care about your family. He really doesn't. He don't care about your money. All he wants is your relationship. So my thing is, that some people out here, he's done the reverse. He, they, he leaves them alone. Mm-hmm. He gives them promotions. Hallelujah, somebody. Mm-hmm. I think, man, don't record this. I'm like, did Taylor Swift give her life to Satan or something? Because, mm-hmm. man, she is so popular. I never thought somebody would be more popular than Patrick Mahomes. I'm watching the Chiefs play, and they're like the most popular person is in the house. Patrick Mahomes. Nope, Taylor Swift. Haven't caught a touchdown, haven't done anything. Now I got to deal with Taylor Swift at my football games. 
Lord, bless Taylor Swift. But I'm like, Taylor, you're too popular. It's, it's, you're too popular. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Hmm. Some of you think it doesn't work that way. Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. I'm not saying Taylor is full of the devil. Yeah. But what I am saying is, man, Satan will, Satan will let you do pretty good yeah. to keep mm -hmm. you with him. Everybody say amen to that. Auntie, where are we? 24. Go. Jesus told them another parable. Now, this Jesus says, let me tell you another story since I'm on a roll. The Go. King, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. See, the kingdom is like a man who went out and started throwing seed everywhere. Go. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and but went But when away. everybody went to sleep, his enemy came. And I'm like, how do you sow a weed? <laughs> Because you, if, you know, if, you if you ever don't believe that something happened in Adam, Eve, Adam and Eve's day, just look at your garden. How many times you got to go out and pull weeds? Have you ever planted weed seed? <laughs> I've never planted weed seed. Hey, all right, if those who have, have driveways and they have the little cracks and the weed grows up through the cracks, mm -hmm. the sidewalks, it's like, where, why is weed growing there? Nobody planted seed there. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. God says now you're going to have to deal with thorns and thistles and weeds. So I'm saying, this picture, it says this man planted weed seed. And I'm thinking, what's a weed seed? But anyway, he planted this other seed at nighttime when everybody was asleep. Come on. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? And so what happened is they both began to grow together. And the servants noticed that it was good seed and bad seed. And those of us who are so worried about the world right now, listen to this. There's good seed and there's bad seed, but they all grow together. Amen. See, that's why you can't get too discouraged about the world. That's why sometimes you got to turn off the news. Amen. Because it's like, man, they're both growing at the same time. And, and people go, well, if it's God in the world, why is it so bad? Well, it was a bad guy that came and planted seed on top of my good seed. Mm -hmm. So that means something. This is what this means. You guys all right? Mm -hmm. This is what this means. Just like God has you as family, Satan has people as family too. Amen. Auntie, they don't believe me. Go. Where then did the weeds come from? Mm -hmm. An enemy did this, he replied. An enemy planted the seed on top of my seed, come on. The servants asked him, do you want us to go and pull them up? And then God says what? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. He says they're so intertwined now, the world is so full of good and bad that I, you want me to destroy the bad, I can't because I'm gonna destroy the good too. Mm-hmm. If it's God, how come it's so bad in the world? Mm -hmm. Amen. So why doesn't God do something about it? Because he might kill some of us too. Because it's so intertwined. Yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I get asked that a lot. Well, if it's God, how come it's so bad in the world? Well, I'm like, because it's God. And because something else came and put negative stuff on top of it, and now they both grow. But some of it doesn't belong to God, and some of it belongs to somebody else. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You ever seen something you go, how can someone be that? How can someone do that? 
Mm -hmm. Easy. They don't work for God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Auntie, go. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Uh -huh. Then gather the wheat and bring them into my barn. Let them grow together and then we'll sort it out when it's time to harvest it. Everybody see that? Mm -hmm. Go down to 36. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. Now Jesus says, okay, enough. And he goes into the house. His followers came to him and said, Explain. what did that mean? Mm -hmm. Auntie. Explain to us this parable of the weeds in the field. Jesus, what was, here he goes again. And they're standing there like, okay, farmer, seed. You're, just, you're, just, you're supposed to be the God, son of God. And you know, you came from God, right? And you, you're talking about sowing and farmers and seed. What did that mean? Explain this meaning to us. What is that talking about, verse 37? He answered, the one who sowed the good seed is the son of man. The one who sowed the good seed is me. Why did they call Jesus the son of man? Isn't he the son of God? 100%. But it, why did they call him the son of man? Because he's a man 100%. Amen. I used to think he was 50-50. No, he was 100% God, 100% man. Yes. So he said, the son of man... That was me. I, I'm the one in the story. I'm the farmer who's been throwing seed out all this time. Come on. The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. Now, the, the field is the world, and the good seed fell on you. Yes. But the bad seed fell on others. Mm-hmm. That the enemy planted. Who's the enemy? Go, Auntie. The weeds are the people of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. And so some of them work for de the devil. Just like I have your heart, he has people's hearts. Amen. You guys know I play video games, and, and I love killing people online. I just love it. It makes me feel so good. <laughs> and, and I talk trash while I'm doing it, too. Man, dude, you should go play something else. You're just really bad. It's probably like a 13-year-old, 12-year-old, 8-year-old kid. I'm like, hey, mommy, he's talking about I don't care. Get out of here. You're not good. I'm sick of shooting you. Go play Zelda or some Pac-Man. You can't play this. And, and I'm shooting people. And, and, and everybody has these, like, tags, right? You got the thing where you can put whatever you want on it to kind of express yourself, right? And this one guy had... Uh, uh, Lord Satan. And then other guys had like, it was one crew that we played the other night. It's because I play with my geeky friends and we can team up and we can play another team. And their whole team was 666 lover, uh, Lord Satan, um, Satan is all powerful. The whole team had all that stuff. Wow. On and I'm like, we really need to shoot them. <laughs> but I'm thinking, man, <laughs> the whole team full of devils? I mean, what are we talking about here? <laughs> and I know you are sitting there going, there's no way I can put that out there like that. But I'm saying, hey guys, don't get discouraged when that person is really just, oh man, that's wrong with this person. Because they're, it, the seed fell on them. Mm -hmm. But it, you know what? It doesn't make you look bad or look down on them. It makes you more grateful. Thank you, Lord, because at one point I didn't get it either. 
Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. So I'm thankful that that seed fell into my heart. And, yes. and now I actually just feel bad. I'm going to shoot them, but I, I feel bad. And I'm, you know, I'm going to pray for them while I'm shooting them. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, I, I feel bad for them. It's like, man, dude, guys, wake up. And I know they were young. They had to be young. And I'm thinking, man, dudes, you guys are up talking about Lord Satan and all this madness. And I'm like, shoot them. And then we'll pray for them. <laughs> So I'm on the microphone and my dudes are like, man, look at this. I'm like, man, shoot the heck out of them. <laughs> I don't think I said heck, though. <laughs> 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 Both would have worked. Amen, somebody. <laughs> so the enemy is showing, see how much time I got? Four minutes. And, and it says, the harvest is the end of the world. Which I'm telling you, people don't think it's going to happen. And I'm saying, man, it's a lot of cam cameras over in Israel right now. Yes, it is. And it's, I'm telling you guys that I know it seems so far-fetched. And I know people have been saying this for years. Auntie, they were preaching this back in the 80s. We were sitting up at church. The world's, Lord Jesus coming back. And I'm like, he ain't came. And you know what the Bible says? Know when I'm going to come? When you think I'm not coming. That's right. That's I'm coming like a thief. Thieves don't. And they, want, they don't want you to anticipate when they're coming. Mm -hmm. They come when you're not expecting them to come. Right. That's why I stop posting you're out of town. Right. Man, people in the hood don't post that kind of stuff. Because <laughs> the minute you put on there, yeah, we're in sunny Florida, somebody's like, yeah, I'm in your house. Because mm -hmm. you're not there. Mm -hmm. You know what you got to do in the hood? You got to get somebody to stay at your house. Right. <laughs> Am I lying, Auntie? That's the truth. Hey, I'm out of town. You got to stay at my house. Right. I need lights on and off. I need, I need activity there because, man, they'll watch your house. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's tough in the hood. <laughs> 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 but suburbanites think they're safe. Mm -hmm. And, man, a, a, a few months ago, my neighbor comes. He's like, man, you hear what happened? I'm like, what am I going to hear out here? And he goes, man, some, somebody broke in three cars in the sub last night. Did they? He goes, yeah, what do you think about that? I'm like, dude, where I grew up, that was every night. <laughs> what did they get? Well, they got the one lady's purse. They got this other guy. He had his briefcase and his laptop in it. Why are people leaving this stuff? Oh, I know, because we live in the suburbs. Hmm. We don't think that's going to happen. I know people who leave their keys in the car. Mm -mm. Do that when you cross eight miles and see what happens. <laughs> You're going to come out with your little groceries and be like, didn't I park here? <laughs> and some little dude named Nook Nook going to be driving <laughs> your car down the road. <laughs> Very fast. And you'd be like, that's my car. <laughs> oh, man. Life in the hood, I'm telling you. My neighbors, man, they won't hear this. Their kids always leave their bikes outside the garage. Don't they, Courtney? And every time I ride past, what do I say? I'm going to steal them bikes one night <laughs> and just move them down the block and let them kids come out like, where's my bike? You can't leave your bike. The garage door, put it in the garage. No, not in the suburbs. <laughs> we just leave it out. All night, do that in the hood. 
Some little dude named Peanut gonna be rolling your <laughs> bike down the street and you're gonna be like, that's my bike! You left it out. In the hood, they call it caught slipping. <laughs> caught you slipping. <laughs> Amen, somebody. Amen. Stop all that suburban stuff you guys do. Like, wait a minute, take your keys out. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Did I lock my door? Ah, it doesn't matter. Man, you come home in the hood, don't lock your door. Somebody running down the street with your TV. <laughs> that big. Running down. <laughs> uh, let me get off of that. 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 I'm scaring Teddy. Teddy, you don't live in the hood. Shut up. <laughs> Auntie, where are we going? As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, uh -huh. so will be at the end of the age. It says, listen, at the end, listen. Weeds are going to be pulled up and they're going to be burned in the fire, guys. It's just the end of the world is going to happen at some point. Mm -hmm. Now, is it going to be our lifetime? Maybe. Because, man, I think everything is pretty much lined up. Mm -hmm. Now, we have capability to destroy the world, which had to be one thing that was done. Israel had to have trouble again, which they're having. If you think about it, if you really think about it, the weather has to go crazy. Check. We can check that one off. The hearts of the people have to be a certain way. We got that. Mm -hmm. The world has to be smaller because how is one entity called the Antichrist and the false prophet going to be able to influence the world? Well, it's easy now. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift, man, everybody knows her. <laughs> and it's like, man, dude. So it's like, I'm telling you, everything's lined up. I'm, he's going to come because you think he's not. Mm -hmm. And when he comes, there's going to be no saving. There's, no, there's going to be no, I'm sorry, or wait a minute, I changed my mind. No, it's just going to be separation. He calls it wheat and, and, and tares or sheep and goats. Mm -hmm. It's going to be too late. And then God is going, I gave you all that time, but your ground just stays so hard. And it's so, it just kept bouncing off. It never got into your heart. So I pull them both up in the weeds, they get burned. Mm -hmm. Go. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. Mm -hmm. They will throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Well, wait a minute, Auntie. What if I, if I know a little bit? I remember what that guy said, or I remember my friend telling me, okay, I'm listening now. No, it's going to be too late. Too late. It's going to be too late. I always tell people at funerals when I do them, I go, man, listen. I could be just totally brainwashed. Uh, this thing, I know the Bible was written by men, and, you know, it could have just totally just affected my mind, and, and I, I believe some wives' tale or some, some, some fable. I, I, I could. But you know what? If that's the case, I've lived a pretty good life because it keeps me peaceful even though it's a lie. I've been able to get through stuff I didn't think I'd get through even though it's a lie. It's not real. And it's changed my heart because I used to really want to hurt people. Now I don't. So if it's fake, I've lived a good life. But if it's real, man, you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. This could be fake, guys. You guys could be brainwashed. But if it's fake, look, look what it's doing for your life. It's, say, it, it's brought people together. It's saying marriages. It's, it's, black. It, it's done some good in the world. It's stopped wars. Everybody, amen, somebody. 
But man, if you think about it, if it's, if it's real and the people don't believe it, then woe unto you because you're not going to be able to believe it then. Jesus is not coming back as Savior. Right. Amen. So know what's going to happen? Jesus is going to come back and people are going to go, wait a minute, I believe too late. Mm -hmm. I come back now as king, right. judge, right. conqueror. I did the savior thing. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. That's what you got to tell people. All right. Until you're almost done, go. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Oh, but the righteous, man. It says, verse 42 says, they will throw them into the place of fire. There the people will be crying and grinding their teeth with pain. But it says, then the godly people will shine like the sun. They will be in the kingdom of, the, of their father. You people who hear me, listen to what I'm saying. He that has an ear. Let him hear. Let him hear what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. Going up. Four types of ground. I remember in church hearing the word, and I go, man, that word just really did something. It just really kind of got into my spirit and did, did something. And I, and I can recall looking over at other people, and they're just sitting there, and they're looking at the clock, waiting to go. Same word. How is it not affecting them? Well, the ground is tricky. Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, remember back in the day, I remember, honestly, when my mom would drag me to church sometimes, I would go in, and, and I, I would actually fit, come out the, uh, later going, I feel pretty good today. I went to church. Mm -hmm. And that only lasted about three hours. And then I was back to normal. And then I seen so many people who come, and they, and, they, and they come, but then when the word started to bump up against what they believe, and bump up against what they want, and, 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 and how they think it should be, uh, they don't stick around. And then other people come, and they stay for a bit, but then... When the world disappoints someone, when God disappoints them by not giving them the world that they want and the cares of this life fall upon them, because that's why they came to fix the cares. Mm -hmm. And they don't stick around. But then there's good ground that produces. Yes. I have a hard time. I got, I got friends that I have had for years. But when I meet new people, I have a hard time keeping them. I'll tell you why. I don't have time. Mm -hmm. So it's like I talk to them and then I might not talk to them for four days later and they think I'm mad or I don't love them no more. And it's like, no, you don't understand. I don't have time. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and God just gets on me a lot and sometimes I have to stop talking to people. Mm -hmm. And they go, no, I, would, I thought we were friends or right? I talked to you yesterday. I come out and talk to you today. I don't have time. It's not that I don't like you. That's why I don't want any new friends. <laughs> I don't have time to get disappointed with me. And I'm like, I don't have time to talk to you every day. I just don't. Because what, what goes on in my life, man, just a lot of stuff. And you know, and, 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 and especially when you get older, man, your time becomes so valuable. And I'm not saying that people aren't valuable. What I'm saying is when, when, when he shuts me down a lot, and I, I get myself all ready. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sit down and eat me something bad. And then I'm going to play me some video games. And God goes, no, you're not. <sighs> what do you want now? <laughs> I 
last night I had no idea what I was going to talk about today. I just went to sleep. I sent, I sent uh, uh, 007 something earlier. And I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to read the Bible. Can you just read the Bible? I hear the Lord saying, just read the Bible. Slow down and tell people what you see. Jesus spent hours in prayer, minutes on problems. Mm-hmm. How did Jesus just fix that so quickly? Because he spent hours in prayer. And then even when he prayed for something, and it didn't even look like it changed. Because he spent hours in prayer, he knew that it would change. What are you talking about? The fig tree. He came to the fig tree, said nobody eat this anymore, walked away, and then they came back out when later, and the disciples go, man, that tree is dead. And Jesus goes, you thought it wasn't? Just because you didn't see it right then? Mm-hmm. How did Jesus get those revelations? Hours of prayer. Now, some of us don't have hours of time to pray. But what I will, and I totally get it, and the beauty of it is God gets it. To a point, because know what I realize? We make time to do what we want to do. Amen. The people today was like, man, I can't make it to church. We make time to do what we want to do. Amen. So just make some moments from God, man. Your prayer time might be from your drive to work. Your prayer time might be from your drive home. Some of you, if you prayed on your way to work, you probably have a better day at work. Amen. But if you listen to booty shake all the way to the work, <laughs> and then you wonder why you walk in, it's like, man, it is crazy in here today. Well, because you were shaking your booty all the way to work. Could have been praying the whole time. Amen. Some of your prayer time is in the clock in, 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 in the shower. Right, hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. We do booty shake in the shower now. They got microphones. You can put the speakers up there. And, and man, I oh, and singing in the shower, you think people can't hear you. <laughs> uh they Julian in the shower court. And I'm like, is he singing? And I'm like, dude, what are you singing? <laughs> you sound horrible in there, man. The water's not blocking that. <laughs> that could be a good time to pray, man. Sometimes you know what prayer is? Crying. Amen. Amen. No, 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 no words coming out. You're just crying. Holy Spirit knows. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, he does. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? I'm saying simply this. What ground are you, people? And what percentage of ground are you? I'm, I'm saying, listen, God, I'm not getting on anybody. I, sometimes Mondays, Vicky will call and, I, and go, how you know? I'm like, Vicky, I feel like I, I get on them too bad. I want to just preach nice stuff. Hey, everybody. Everything's great. Jesus is going to give you a new car next week. But I realize some the time is urgent. Because we're running out of it very fast. And the Lord says, man, I want, Kenan, anybody under your watch who doesn't know me, I'm blaming you. Don't put that on me. What are you teaching them? You see, because many are going to stand before me and say, Lord, I did these things in your name. 
And I'm going to say, really? Are you one of those? I guess I'll never be popular. Taylor had to just tell me about what that feels like. I might not ever have a big, giant church. I don't want one anyway. Too stressful. I might not ever have my name up in lights. I might not ever write a book. And people have tried to get me to write one, actually. And that's okay. If it'll hear me, give me a well done for eternity, I'm okay with that. Everybody, everybody say amen. But Lord, have your way. Whatever you say, wherever I need to be, that's what I'll be. And that's how I pray. I'm trying to get to the time where I spend all this time in prayer, minutes on problems. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take communion so we can go.